Hello everyone and welcome to this new episode of Movie Dudes. I'm Phil. And I'm Alec. And today we're going to be talking about one of the best animated movies ever made, Spirited Away. Uh, so, do you have anything to say or should I just uh, start talking about the, the story of the film? I'd say get right into it. Alright. So, this film is about Chihiro who is a uh, young girl who is moving to a new uh, to a new house far from uh, from where she lived and um, she basically with her family she goes through a tunnel and through this tunnel is like a new uh, a, a weird weird world with uh, spirits and all that kind of stuff and um, her her parents get uh, turned into pigs so basically the whole film is gonna be her trying to uh, change them back into humans and get the fuck out. Uh, that's a, that's a pretty vague um, synopsis, but to go into more detail, she starts to work in a bathhouse where a lot of uh, uh, stuff happens, and uh, especially when she accidentally brings uh, is in e- evil spirit uh, called uh, No Face, who basically starts. Uh, to, to, to bring chaos to the bathhouse and uh, yeah I, I don't really have uh, that much more description to add I think that's kind of it yeah it's 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 a pretty good uh, surface level like uh, yeah synopsis of the movie yeah because in general like you know the film's two hours but it's not necessarily like a bunch of stuff that happens in it yeah it's pretty like I don't know. It's pretty like expertly paced well, for a two-hour movie because, in, in like, gen- yeah, yeah. Because I like I honestly like I've seen this movie so many times, and there's never a moment where I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, yep, this is coming. I it's like, oh, this is coming. This is coming. It all feels so natural. Yeah. Well, I feel like in general, too, uh, Ghibli films have a pretty simple story. Like, oh yeah. I mean, especially like the the last film that uh, the last Ghibli film that I watched before this one was uh, Totoro, which is, uh, you know, got a very simple story because it's a lot more children uh, focused. But yeah. even like I don't know, uh, like How's Moving Castle or Princess Mononoke, which are the two other films, the two other uh, Ghibli films that I've seen, they've also got like a um, somewhat simple story, or maybe not. Princess Mononoke, because I haven't seen it in, in a long time. But How's Moving Castle, yeah, kind of. The only one that, like, kind of gets a little complex is uh, Nausicaa, because there's, like, a lot of moving parts in that movie. Yeah. It's kind of dense. It's a good movie. Nausicaa's uh, really good. But it's, like... Yeah. But uh-huh. it's, like, I it can, be, it can be a bit. <laughs> the I feel like the, the Ghibli film that I really want to watch is Porco Rosso, just because, oh. like... It just Por- seems so cool. Porco Rosso's fun. It's just like it's yeah. it's not the most like complex story or even like the best no. movie, but it, it's so fun and stupid yeah. and I love it. <laughs> I mean, just yeah, I mean basically just any Ghibli film. Oh yeah. Like especially by Hayao Miyazaki, but also uh I forgot his name, but the guy who made Grave of the Fireflies. Oh, Isao Takahata? Yes. But also, oh, I just, I just had a flash. Have you, that's going on a completely, like, not completely, but that's going on a tangent. Uh, have you seen the, um, uh, this, uh, this year's film from Ghibli that was directed uh, by Goro Miyazaki? Earwig and the Witch? 
Earring and the Witch. Um, <laughs> Which I have, do I have yeah. not seen uh-huh. it. Uh, I'm currently actually right now going through all of the uh, Ghibli films with my girlfriend, and we're only on uh, Kiki. So mm. we got a while to go before we get to. Um, oh yeah, all right. Before we get to Earwig, I've seen most of them. She hasn't, so that's kind of yeah. why we're going step by step. But yeah, um, I should do that. Very, uh, very interesting. I- I'm very interested to get to uh, Goro's <laughs> films, uh, like Earthsea and yeah, um, Earthsea and Earwig, because I have heard uh, mm-hmm. not too great things about them. Yeah. Well. So to to those who don't know what Erwig is, it's uh, the 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 new film from uh, Studio Ghibli, which came out like this year or, or last year, and it's unlike their other film. It's it's a uh, 3D animated film, yes. and also unlike their other films, it's fucking ugly. <laughs> <laughs> it does not look very good. No, from like no from most of the screenshots I've seen, it is. Uh, hmm. I mean, if this came out like from a completely different animate animation studio like i'd probably say yeah this doesn't look really really good but it's fine but considering that this is from ghibli oh my god this is ugly as shit yeah i gotta say the ghibli style like i can't i can't speak for the movie because i haven't seen all of it but like Mm -hmm. just looking at screenshots and the clips that i've seen the ghibli style doesn't really translate all that well at least not in the way that they did into 3d yeah. Um, which I mean, I guess to get back to Spirited Away, if that was the yes, that was the end of that. So Spirited Away mm-hmm. has some of the greatest actual like not just animation that I've seen, but like background work. Like it's not too often that I'm like looking at the backgrounds yeah. of shots that are it just, it's just so it's so well done. <laughs> Plus, all the movements nice. It's just a visually spirited away. Is I don't know if I'd say it's. It might be their best. I'm not sure. Uh, well, it's not my favorite. It's my second favorite, but my favorite being a house moving castle. But choice. if I were to look at it like <laughs> yeah, if I were, if if I were to look at it like object ob- objectively, I think maybe. But that's kind of a weird thing to think about because how do you judge that um but yeah. i mean in terms of animation like uh everyone knows ghibli for being like the the animation studio that makes the best like amongst the the best animation in the entire industry like in history and this film is definitely like one of the best in terms of uh animation this is definitely up there it's like if i Especially if I compare it to, again, the, the last film from Ghibli that I watched, Totoro, which is, like, not necessarily bad, but just there's uh, kind of l- less t- uh, stuff to work with, you know? Right. Because um, all of Totoro is, is all in our world, except there's a f- bunch of weird cre- creatures that come into our world. Here's different, because it's uh, a girl from our world who goes into this weird, uh, like, alternate universe and um so this gives a lot a lot more room for uh, creativity and uh like especially the main thing that i love visually about this film is the like the the castle Mm -hmm. uh which is oh my god it's so pretty yeah i was gonna talk about that too it's like yeah the front of it is like extremely detailed but so is like the parts that 
no one's really supposed to see like the the backside of it with all the pipe yeah. with all the pipes and like ugly walls it's like man <laughs> you have to put so much oh yeah there's so much like just my even in like environments like um i noticed this early on when i was watching this again but um the uh the car at the beginning uh Shihiro's parents car is really like uh yeah really just like full of junk the flower petals are going everywhere because she's holding her uh, bouquet mm-hmm. and like um you know yeah you, you see like <laughs> you see like boxes and stuff it's great <laughs> mm-hmm. it's oh, there's so much stuff like this film is eye candy oh yeah honestly uh, uh but also like that's the first thing that I wrote in my notes is not only is it candy for the eyes, it's also candy for the ears, just like any uh, Ghibli film. I forgot his name, but the guy who makes the music for Ghibli films. Oh, it's um, did it's a uh, Joe he Hisashi, Hisashi, I think. I'm listening to I'm listening uh, to the I'm listening to the soundtrack right now. Actually, that's why uh, that's why I have his name on deck because I have it up on Spotify. <laughs> You know what? I think I might do that as well because that sounds like a good idea to be in the mood. Yeah, it's good uh, to be in the mood right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm doing this right now. But yeah, no, from the from the moment the film started, like the music was just oh my god, it's so so pretty. I love it so much. Yeah, I love it. Uh, it's one. Yeah, there's um, we were talking about this a little bit ago, but I guess I'll just I'll throw it in here because it's part of my notes. Um, in terms sure. of eye candy, there's one specific scene that like always, uh, or like, I, I guess two, there's two specific scenes that always make me go like, Oh, this is the best thing ever put to animation. Uh, and that's like, uh, <laughs> there's, um, <laughs> there's the, uh, it's the flower scene where they're going to, uh, where uh, Haku goes or uh, takes Chihiro to go see uh, her parents. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. and she, they're like going through the flower bush and it's all like pushing past them. Uh, and then mm-hmm. they, you know, they get to the field. It's just so much color. It's so nice. And then there's the other scene that I wrote down in my notes, which is the uh, train scene near the end of the movie. Yeah. Where they're riding on a train uh, in the middle of an ocean. And it is so, so pleasing to look at. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the, in my opinion, one of the most iconic scenes, like, in all of cinema. Oh, I would agree. Like, oh my god, I love it so much. <laughs> it's so good. And like I, I, I gotta talk about the 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 flower scene because it's like the, the part where she start eat, starts eating and she starts crying is like that almost made me cry. The movement and, uh, is I, so I remember real in that scene. <laughs> and I, yeah, and I remember like you know, I I knew this was coming up because uh, this was my second time watching Spirited Away, and I knew it was uh, coming up, so I I knew what to expect. But the first time, I didn't know about this scene, and it kind of like caught me off guard, and I was oh shit, what the hell is that? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, it's it, it's a great scene. I've seen. Um, I guess getting on getting onto a, a side tangent for a second. Um, I've sure. seen Spirited yeah. Away a lot of times actually. <laughs> in my life Mm -hmm. so it's this if i had to be honest i think this is like if i hold on let me count it like 
This this might be. I don't know how else to say this. This might be my seventh time seeing Spirited Away. All right. I have seen it. Yeah, uh, that's a lot. <laughs> I have seen it quite a bit in my life, and I can't say that like yeah. it hasn't. It, it hasn't lost its magic. I guess I'll say. It's just that I've seen it a lot, um, mm-hmm. but it still is a very magical movie, and I think that's really impressive for a movie that I've seen so many times to still impress me in in these ways. Uh, would you say that this is? Would you say that this is the film that you've seen the most times? Um, probably. I would say that probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, with like yeah. strong contenders being like The Shining or something. I mean, I've seen it like, I've seen that like maybe like four mm-hmm. or five times. Um, but God, I'm trying to. I'm actually trying to think about what other movies I could have seen. Can I? Can I just say times. like I know, I know for a fact uh, that the film that I've seen the most time is uh, Harry Potter, uh, the the first Harry Potter, mm. and uh, I can guarantee that I've seen it probably more than that, but at the very least twenty times. Oh, well, for talking, like, to, yeah. Like, if we're talking like movies that I've seen in, okay. I guess I'll I guess I'll say this. I'm counting mm. I'm counting the amount of times that I've seen movies as like not an adult but like teenager and up. Yeah. Because if I if I were to count the amount of times well, that I watched movies as a kid, like I would say I'd probably seen the SpongeBob movie, mm-hmm. like the original like maybe 10 times. <laughs> like just based on Dude, how many honestly, times I'd, I mean uh, yeah, just on, based on how many times I watched it as a kid. <laughs> I mean, honestly, same, like, for the SpongeBob movie. But, I mean, like, um, for example, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy is, like, three films that I watched a lot as a kid. But I haven't watched them in a very long time. The Harry Potter movies, I still watch them, like, at least once or twice a year. Mm -hmm. So that's, like, I I know for a fact that uh, I've seen that, like, so... So many times. And this is one of those films I can easily quote it like <laughs> while watching the film. I haven't seen it. I wouldn't say that I, I know seen, the dial. I don't think I've seen any of those since um since Deathly Hollows Part Two came out. Well, alright. Well, I'm very excited for when we're gonna make an episode about those. That's gonna be yeah. <laughs> very interesting. But um what was I gonna say? Um yeah, I wouldn't say that I know the film, like the dialogues by heart, but yeah. I do know them very well. Yeah, like you you definitely know the story like beat for beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, So to get more into uh Spirited Away, there's uh I'm just kinda looking at my notes. There's uh something that I wrote uh that's how Especially compared to other characters in animation and even in Ghibli in general, I feel like uh, Chiro is so like expressive. Oh yeah, I was gonna bring this up. Like, uh, I was gonna bring this up a little later, but I guess this is this is my. I've seen this movie so many times, but this this was a newer experience for me because this was my first time watching it in Japanese, um, like with Japanese oh. voice actors. Um, so mm-hmm. I would say like, if we're talking, if we're getting into like 
I'll get into like uh, who's better, who's worse, like in a second. But uh, Chihiro is definitely yeah. the biggest difference, um, because mm-hmm. I feel like she doesn't scream as much in this version. Like I like the English dub version. I do. Right. I, re- I really like the English version of uh, Chihiro, um, mm-hmm. but um, this version of Chihiro feels a lot more um, mature. I guess would would be the word. Like she's a much more mature kid. Um, yeah. But uh, I I like you know I like I like her a lot in this version. Um, I'm trying to think of like other versions that are like significantly different. Yubaba's kind of the same. Uh, Lin's pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest difference I noticed was uh was no face. Uh, because oh really. Yeah, because no face, or at least you know the frog or whatever, uh, you know yeah. the, the frog yeah. that that's whose voice eventually becomes no face. Um, that yeah. voice is much more high pitched in the Japanese version, and I don't think it sounds very good. Hmm. I kind of like that in oh, the really? English. I kind of like in the English version how how like he kind of sounds like a like a really like seedy guy. Like he's, he's really shifty. I kind of like that, mm. uh, but in the English or in the Japanese version, he's much—he's just kind of high pitched, and there's not really a whole lot of like, uh, uh, you know, yeah. dirtiness to it or at all. Like kind of like shiftiness, I guess would be the word. Um, but I mean, yeah, well, everything else is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna—I'll say like um, I've never—I don't think I've ever even heard clips from the English version. I've only like the, both times I've watched the film was in Japanese. Oh, okay. okay. And um, and before I watched the film, I didn't really know what uh, No Face's voice was, uh, and I was kind of like, um, I I I didn't really expect him to have that kind of voice, but I, honestly, I like it. I think it's it, yeah. I, I think it somehow fits well. It's probably it's probably like uh, first watch bias for me. Uh, and just what I've and just yeah. what I've grown up to know, um, but like it, it, I don't well, know. Honestly, prob- maybe for me too. Yeah, like after after recording, I would I would definitely suggest looking up an English scene of a uh, No Face and seeing what you think. Um, oh, I'll definitely do that. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm trying to think what else I wrote down because there's most of my notes actually were uh, about the language differences, uh, like uh, like uh, the in the English version. Uh, she refers to uh, Kamaji Chihiro. I'm saying Chihiro refers to Kamaji mm-hmm. uh, as uh, Boiler Man more often than she does Kamaji, uh, which I right. I'm not sure I'm a big fan of. <laughs> like in this version, I like that she says Kamaji sure. instead, like his actual name instead. Like, mm-hmm. like there's the thing in the beginning um, where like Lin first like takes her with her to see Yubaba, and she's like, "All right, thank him." And he goes, er, and she goes, uh, you know, uh, thank you, sir. Uh, but in the English version, she says, thank you, Mr. Boilerman. <laughs> and it's, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of weird. It's fine. But like, yeah, like looking, looking at the English differences, it is really kind of strange. <laughs> yeah. Um, another big one is, uh, this was a, this was a massive one. I actually like didn't realize is, uh, so, Okay. You know how at um, we're not gonna get too much into the end of the movie right now, I guess. 
Um, but just to kind of cap off my language differences, there was a major one I noticed at the very end of the movie. I'm talking like the last 10 seconds. Um, so you know how the, you know how the movie just kind of ends, uh, with, a you know, the mom going like, Oh, hurry up, Chihiro. We got to get in the car. Uh, and they drive off in silence Mm -hmm. in the English version. That's not what happens. Um, she gets in the car and her dad goes like, ah, you know, new house, new school. Are you afraid? And she goes, oh, I think I can handle it. And that's it. That's where it ends. There's like a whole extra string of dialogue in the English version. <laughs> that, that sounds good. I don't know why this sounds way more Hollywood than the Japanese version. Oh, it is. It, it for sure is. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like it's, if you were it's to ask performed, me, like, it's performed well. It yeah. doesn't sound stilted at all. Uh, sure, but it's like it is a bit. It is a bit of a strange addition, uh, keeping the original yeah. in mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's. I mean, if you were to ask me, like, uh, which version has this line of dialogue, I'd probably say like this sounds pretty American. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like it doesn't sound stupid necessarily, but it's interesting. Definitely, it definitely sounds American, though. It makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. there was, there was another yeah. thing, but I guess it's, it's more, uh, I don't know. I don't know if we're, I don't know if you're wanting to keep like a set structure to our, to our discussion because I have another one that's like at the end of the movie and it's a massive spoiler. <laughs> uh, sure. I mean, so, okay. Uh, in, in the Japanese version, uh, when, when uh, Chihiro tells uh, Haku his real name, uh, you know it's a uh, the the uh, the Nigi Hayami uh, Kohaku uh, Nushi, and like you know, it sounds yeah. all right. It sounds pretty. It sounds pretty. Um, what's the word I'm looking? At? Natural. So yeah. in <laughs> in the uh, in the English version, uh, and this might be what it means in Japanese. It just sounds worse when you put it in English words. She goes, uh, she goes, oh, did she they goes, translate uh, his name. So yeah, what happens is she goes, oh, Ahaku, your real name is the Kohaku river. And then like, and then like, uh, and then like when she's like, when he's like, that's right, Chihiro, that's my name. My name was Kohaku river. <laughs> and it just sounds really weird. <laughs> this sounds really, kind of, this sounds pretty stupid. <laughs> it's kind of dumb. Yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, cause. That was one part of the movie that I was like, like that was yeah. one part of the movie I was always like why is it why is that his name? But like now it makes sense cuz like she goes like oh you know she says like yeah. the whole she says the whole name and she's like oh it sounds like a god's name. And I'm like mm-hmm. yeah it does. Why didn't they keep that? Cuz <laughs> like in in Japanese a lot a lot of Japanese names are like words you know they mean something yeah in english it's not the case it's just like hey i'm john it means john (laughs) and uh that doesn't really translate well yeah yeah i was i was very much surprised by that but that's honestly that's kind of it for the um for like the translation notes Mm -hmm. everything else is pretty decently translated yeah so something that i noticed about uh, the character of Chihiro that I think is very interesting compared to uh, other films from Ghibli is just how like alone she is. 
Yeah, it's very and like it is like yeah. a pretty isolating movie now that I think about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's, I, I feel that also makes Chihiro much more like, um, I, I kind of more badass than any other uh, <laughs> uh, Ghibli character because like I would not have the courage that she has. Oh yeah, it's crazy. And, I mean, let, let, let's compare that to some other uh, Ghibli films. If you think of Totoro, the, the main character has, like, her dad and her sister, and she's got the wonderful creatures of the forest. Uh, in House Moving Castle, she that's different, too, because she's an adult and not, uh, not a child. But she's also got all the different characters who live in the castle, like the fire and those kinds of characters. Yeah. Or in Princess Mononoke, like, he's a warrior, so, you know, he doesn't necessarily need people. But Chihiro b- barely doesn't have anyone. Like, she's got... Uh, I forgot the name. She's got Haku, mm-hmm. who can't, isn't really there all the time. She's got the... Um, uh, Kamaji, uh, but he he's uh, and she just got Lin, but they're not entirely helpful. Like they're kind of just like, uh, like they they're not really helping her that much. They're not uh, really uh, she they're not really present. Like Lin's present throughout the movie. Yeah, but like, Kamaji's only in like a couple of scenes. Like like now I think that he's I just like, it. he's got like two or three scenes max. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's pretty interesting to, that, that's something that I didn't notice the first time I, I watched it found that I think is pretty interesting. Yeah. And that also makes Jiro like, shows just how good of a, of a character she is. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Definitely, definitely one of my favorite characters in, um, in Studio Chipley. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, trying to think of like other things I had for my notes I kind of covered most of my most of the bases I had this time around um but what other yeah. stuff did you have to add well see that's uh I don't really have a lot to that's something that I wrote is how like I don't really have that much to say about the film besides the fact that it's beautiful and I love it it's one of like, the it's one of the most beautiful movies for sure and it's mm-hmm. it's one of the moments in history Uh, And I I remembered this the other day when I was just kind of looking stuff up about the movie to see if I could find anything to talk about. Um, But during uh, the Oscars, I think it was in 2003, um, Spirited Away, Mm -hmm. I think Spirited Away still holds the the record as the only uh, anime film uh, or like Japanese animated film uh, to win uh, Best Animated Picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which thank God because if this I, actually I'm gonna look up right now like what movies it was up against because I don't remember. Let me see. Yeah, I'm curious to see what uh, I'm gonna look up what other anime films were nominated. There were a few. There were a few that's been nominated. Yeah. mainly Ghibli. Mainly Ghibli, I'll say. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's honestly that's a tension that we could go into just how like. The, just explain why uh, the best animated feature category is by far the category that I hate the most in the Oscars for so many reasons. Oh, oh I could go on about that too. <laughs> Dude. 
Hold on. Like, <laughs> let me. Uh, I'll just look up. Yeah, I'll definitely. just look up best animated um, feature. Uh, animated feature on Wikipedia. Because yes. I remember they ha they have a good list. Uh -huh. All right. So let's see. Here we go. So, um, yeah. the nominees in 2003, or no, it was 2002, excuse me, mm -hmm. was All Spirited right. Away, Ice Age, Lilo and Stitch, Spirit, <laughs> yeah. Stallion of the Cimarron, and Treasure Planet. Um, oh, I love Treasure Planet so much. I would say the only movie I think yeah. could even come close is Lilo and Stitch, and I think Lilo and Stitch is just pretty alright. Like it's a good movie. No, dude. It's a good dude. movie, but like it's not. Tre Treasure away. Planet, like I haven't seen Treasure Planet. I, I could have won. I, I will say full disclosure. Yeah. I have never seen Treasure Planet. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, probably probably part of the reason why it didn't win. <laughs> uh, no, like that. This one was a. Saying that this one was a failure is not accurate. It was a dangerous failure for Disney. Oh, I, I remember hearing that. And it's about a shame. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. Because I, like, repeating myself, I love this film. I don't know, it just didn't work. Uh, so in oh. 2005, Howl's Moving Castle was nominated, but oh, it lost right. against Wallace and Gromit. Actually, wait, I have a, uh, I have a, good, I have a good idea. Yeah. Uh, how about you close... Your tab, and I and I will read out nominees to you, and you'll guess which one's won. All right. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. Let's do this. Okay, so let's go. Let's go from the most recent to the oldest. Yeah. So. Well, I know the most recent, but sure. Yeah. Okay. So in 2020, the nominees were Soul, yep. Onward, Over the Moon, Shaun the Sheep, Farmageddon, uh, and Wolfwalkers. What do you think won? Uh, well, I know that Soul won. Right. Um, and I'll just say that I haven't watched uh, any of those films. And no, I, and I watched the first 15 minutes of Onward and I was bored. So I yeah, Onward is, it. I'll be honest, Onward's not that good. Yeah. I like Soul though, so I was kind right. of happy that it won. Even though uh -huh. even though I could tell it was kind of a shoe-in. Um, it was very like... Uh, obvious that it was going to win. Yeah. <laughs> So okay, um, 2019, the nominees were uh, I Lost My Body, yeah, uh, Klaus, Missing Link, mm -hmm. Toy Story 4, and How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World. What do you think won? Oh yeah, I remember. So uh, that's another year that I haven't watched any of the films, but I know that Toy Story 4 won. Which I think is kind of bullshit. That is correct. Toy Story Four. Like I hate the, I hate the fact that a third sequel won an Oscar. Yeah. Like I'm sure, I'm sure it's good. I'm sure it's good, but like that's Toy, kind of bullshit. Toy Story too. Four is just okay. I haven't seen. Any, oh, is it? I haven't seen any of the other movies here. I know Klaus is pretty good, from what I hear. I've heard good things. Yeah. Yeah, but everything else, I I just have not seen. Um, mm, that's a shame. 2018's nominees. We have uh, yeah. We have Incredibles 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet, uh, Isle of Dogs, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and another anime film, actually, Mirai. Um, what do you think won? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, so I, I really remember this uh, this year because I, I remember being very hyped when I saw the winner. Um, 
So I, I remember, like, when it, uh, they announced the nomination, I was kind of, like, expecting, just like everywhere, every year, to have a uh, Disney movie win. But the only Disney movies that were nominated, nominated were both sequel and, like, I haven't seen... Uh, what was it? It was Ralph Breaks the Internet, and was it Frozen Two who was nomi- nominated, or no, actually, The Incredibles Two? Actually, yeah, Frozen Two wasn't a not wasn't nominated. That's crazy. I actually forgot about yeah. that. That's crazy. I mean, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like, to be fair, it wasn't worth nominating. Oh, I'm, nominated, I'm not saying it's. I'm like, not saying it's worth nominating. I'm just saying I'm surprised that it wasn't nominated at all. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's like, true. Because usually um, Disney is a shoo-in for at least being nominated. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, especially Frozen 2. Yeah. But Spider-Verse, but, there was no other movie that year yeah. more deserving of Best Animated Feature. Oh. Even though Isle of Dogs yeah, is on yeah, that list. It's Spider-Verse. It's so good. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. Like, I think Spider-Verse might be the only five star of that year for me. I would actually like just agree. In general, not yeah. just animated. Twenty eighteen yeah. was kind of a dry year, but it had some it had some highlights here and there. Um, yeah. Uh, moving on to twenty seventeen, uh, mm-hmm. the nominees are Coco, the Boss Baby, <laughs> the Breadwinner, <laughs> Ferdinand, right. and Loving Vincent. What do you think won? Oh, yeah. I remember that I really wanted uh, Lovic Vincent to win, even though I hadn't seen it, just because I thought it was interesting, yeah. like an interesting form of animation. Uh, plus all the, I mean, plus all the um, other nominees are not good. Well, I can't speak oh. I can't speak for Breadwinner, but I remember Coco being, well, like, somewhat mediocre, but uh, the other two, uh, the other two ones, so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, Coco's the only one, like, that seems worth... I actually haven't watched Coco yet, but, like, it seems like the only one that seems worth, uh, winning. It was Coco, so... Yeah. Yeah. I mean... No, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, it's it's better than the... It's better than the reality where Boss Baby won. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of hellish landscape is that? Oh my god! <laughs> talk about talk about timeline changes right there. That'd be a different world. Holy shit! <laughs> Is that the same timeline where uh, Bohemian Rhapsody did, uh, won Best Picture? Oh my god! No, it, it won. Did it? it no, won, it didn't it, win Best Picture. Right? It was nominated, but it did not win. Was it the year the Green Book won? Yeah, it was Green Book. That's it. I was trying to yeah, remember, which, again, which is also not a great choice, but Green Book is yeah. fine. So, like, whatever. It's, I prefer Green Book over Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's but it goes without saying. But, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but 2016, the nominees were Moana, Zootopia, Kubo mm. and the Two Strings, My Life is a Zucchini, and The Red Turtle. That's a really good year. The Red Turtle. That's wait, a lot on. of good. I think the Red Turtle. Uh, actually, Red Turtle was another uh, Japanese movie. Actually, I think it was stu- it was Studio Ghibli, Ooh. but it was like a an offshoot of a. It was like it was a co-production. Uh, it was a co-production oh, between uh, okay. Studio Ghibli and some French companies. So hold on, I'm just gonna start tallying all the uh, all the Japanese animated films that are nominated. Give me a sec. <laughs> yeah. So let's see. Sure. One, two. All right. Let's continue. Um. But yeah. 
Kubo, like, that's a film that I haven't heard of in a long time. Yeah, Kubo kind of flew under but, the radar, despite it being really good-looking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's a film from uh, Laika Studios, which is like... Yeah. Which one? When was the last time All that, the ones... Was, was Kubo the last time that Laika did anything? No. Uh, no, it was The Missing Link. That's right. Which I have not seen. I have not seen that either. Uh, but all the, all the like of films that I've seen were all really good. Yes, I agree. So I haven't. The only ones really that I haven't watched are the the box trolls and Missing Link. Yeah, I haven't seen those ones. But they are the ones who love them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh so the I, hold on, can you repeat them? Because I uh, yeah. which uh which by the way, let me add that uh movies that weren't yeah. nominated were. Your name and a silent voice, despite <laughs> despite like Whoa. okay, I understand, oh I understand God. not nominating a silent voice, but your name was the one of the highest grossing films of that year. So like, yeah, <laughs> how is that not even noticed when uh, when I when think when my life is a know. zucchini was? I haven't even heard of that one. Not to I say that it's not know. a good movie because I can't speak for it, but yeah. I was definitely like that's weird. It's definitely weird to me. I don't know. It's it's probably some weird Oscar, not, yeah, Oscar I mean, politics. Not not the weirdest decision from the Oscars I've seen though. That's true. That is true. Um, I mean, we just got off the year where um, Boss Baby was nominated, uh, but um, <laughs> the nominees for 2016 were uh, yeah Zootopia, uh, Kubo, Moana, My Life is Zucchini, and The Red Turtle. What do you think won? Was it Moana? Actually, no. It was Zootopia. Oh, yeah. That's a film that I haven't watched in a long time. I don't think I've seen it since but the I remember, I rem- Yeah, I remember I really liked it, though. Yeah, I remember it being all right. Uh, what else is next? Okay, okay. 2015. Uh, the nominees mm-hmm. are uh, Boy in the World, Inside Out, Anomalisa, Sean the Sheep movie, and When Marnie Was There, adding a third tally to our Japanese yep. films. I, for, I forgot that that one was nominated, uh, but I mean, Inside Out is one of my favorite. Um, I think I think it's my favorite film from that year. Uh, so, and, and I mean, I, I know definitely is that one the, that that won. Yes, it's true. Inside Out one, I'm I'm really wanting to see uh, Anomalisa yeah. though. That's on my watch list because it's Charlie Kaufman, as well as a couple others. Oh, um, that film. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm really I'm really interested in seeing that because I've heard it's pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean it's Charlie Kaufman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 2014. Uh, the nominees are mm-hmm. uh, the Box Trolls, Big Hero Six. How to Train Your Dragon 2, Song of the Sea, and The Tale of Princess Kaguya, giving us a fourth Japanese. All right, oh. so what do you think is, what do you think uh, it is? Was it Big, Big Hero 6? It was Big Hero 6. Yeah, all right. Can I, I, that's <laughs> another film I really like, Big Hero 6. Yeah, I actually kind of like Big Hero 6, so I can't really say, yeah. I can't really say that I think it didn't deserve it, because I think it did. Um, then again, no, the only, definitely did. Then again, the only other film I've seen on this list was uh, How to Train Your Dragon Two, which I thought was just okay. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, but 2013, we got uh, Frozen, The Croods, Despicable Me Two, 
uh, The Wind Rises and Ernestine Celestine. Uh, what do you think it was? Um, hold on, what was the Disney movie? Frozen. Yeah, that. Yeah. I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, it was Frozen. Which like, <laughs> which, like, I don't, I, I don't hate Frozen. Like, I think it's honestly a pretty solid film. No, I don't like, hate it for, either. I just think it's okay. It's not like anything insane. It's not. Yeah, it's. it's, it's it, I don't think it's the best film in that list. Oh no, it's not. I. Yeah, I don't know. I've got. I. I think Frozen. I've always thought Frozen was just kind of okay, but like, it's not. It's not the worst Disney movie by any means. Um, no, I mean the song. The songs can be not, not even talking about "Let It Go." The songs can be pretty annoying. Yeah, I, I agree. The songs are yeah. not that strong. I'm thinking in, about in that one. I for I forgot the name of the song, but I'm thinking about the song that Anna sh- sings with Hans, like oh, when, uh, when she decides to get married, like two seconds about meeting him. Uh, Love is an open door. Is that what it's called? Oh, Love is an open door. I yeah. ha- I hate this song. Yeah, I don't like that either. And I, I I'm not a big fan of um. The uh, the snowman one. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. No. Oh my God. Olaf is one of the most irritating characters in all of animation. <laughs> I, I agree Olaf completely. So much. I really do. And I don't know. Like, that's something that I mainly no- mainly noticed when I watched Frozen Two. Holy shit! I wanted to. You, you know? Uh, have you seen Frozen Two? Yes, I, I saw it in the theater, but I haven't seen it since. All right. Uh, kind of spoilers for those who haven't seen it, but you know that scene where Olaf, like, almost dies? Yeah. <laughs> I really wanted him to actually die. No, I would have been so, I would have been so, like... Oh, my God. It, I would have been so surprised if they actually let him die. I was sitting there yeah, like, but like, like, nah, he'll live. <laughs> where, yeah, but when he ended up surviving, I was like, fuck! <laughs> that movie was so dumb, because it had that whole subplot of Kristoff like not being able to propose yeah, to uh, Anna and it was like they that's dedicated a fi- like that's a filler plot yeah they t- they dedicated like 15 minutes to it and it's like a movie that's like an and hour to be and a fair, half to be fair I thought Kristoff's song was pretty solid oh I like I like that but, one a lot yeah <laughs> it's an okay song yeah but like yeah but I don't. I really don't like Frozen Two. Yeah, that's a, I no, don't think that's a good film. Frozen Two is a pretty pretty weak offering from from Disney, and that's I don't know. We could we could yeah. we could talk about like the modern Disney movies for a while, but let's move on to a uh, 2012. Oh my God, yeah. Let's uh, move on. Yeah. All right. Two, 2012. We have Brave, Frankenweenie, Paranorman, The Pirates, Band of Misfits, and Wreck It Ralph. What one? I'm guessing was brave. Correct. It right? was brave. Yeah. Which this I don't know if All this right. is I don't know if this is a hot take or not. Brave may, may be my least favorite Pixar movie. I haven't seen it, so I can't say. But that would not really surprise me. I think I actually I think it is my least favorite Pixar movie. I can't. Or actually no, it's yeah. it's in it's in contention with uh, Onward, which is which is something to say oh, because. Yeah. Brave and Onward are not bad movies per se. They're just like, oh yeah, they can't stack up to the other highlights from you know from Pixar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Wait, would you say that those films are better than Cars Two? 
I forgot Cars 2 existed for a second. Never mind. <laughs> That's what I thought. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't yeah. seen Cars 3, though, actually, even. So I can't say. Same. Same. Um, the only thing I've seen from the trail uh, from the film is the trailer, which is oh, yeah. so where weird. Li- where Lightning McQueen dies. <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I remember when I saw the trailer, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. I right. should I should see it one day. Oh, I want to, I'll, want, I'll probably see it someday. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, moving on to 2011, uh, we have mm-hmm. uh, our, nom- our nominees are A Cat in Paris, Chico and Rita, Rango, uh, Kung Fu Panda 2, and Puss in Boots. Who do you think won? All right. Uh, I don't know most of these films. Maybe because I just hear the name and I don't, I don't have like a poster in front of me. But the only film that I would guess one is Puss in Boots, but I really hope it's not that. Well, you are in luck. Puss in Boots did not win. It was actually Rango. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, which is a very... That's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. I don't remember Rango being all that good, but it's definitely the most unique... I actually, mean, no, I can't, I can't say that because I haven't seen... Cat in Paris or Chico and Rita, but out of the out of the American offerings, it's definitely the most unique. <laughs> I mean, like I, you, you say that I barely, I don't really remember anything from Rango. No, oh, no, I don't remember anything from like, Rango either. But at least I it, remember that it was different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Rango won an Oscar. That's weird. <laughs> it is pretty weird to say, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. What the? F- Hold on. What? Oh, never mind. That uh, I uh, I saw it directed by Gore Verbinski, and I mixed him up with uh, another person. But he's the guy who made the Pirates of the Caribbean movie, so that's not really that sur- uh, surprising. Yeah. Now that, now, now that I say it, yeah. Now that I say that out loud, it's not surprising. Yeah. He, um. He also made the the remake for The Ring. Oh no, he made. Oh, never mind. He made the original The Ring from two thousand two. Wasn't wasn't the ring originally a Japanese film? Yeah, but he made the original American version. That's oh, what I'm saying. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So. Uh, uh, 2010. Um, mm-hmm. The nominees. There's only three this time, uh, which will be a oh, all right. which will be a reoccurring thing uh, past 2009. So okay, yeah. 2010. Uh, the nominees are Toy Story 3, How to Train Your Dragon, and The Illusionist. Who won? Uh, well, I mean, it's got to be Toy Story 3. I don't know what The Illusionist is. Uh, correct. It was Toy Story 3. <laughs> uh, the Illusionist was uh, a... Yeah. Looks like... Um... Oh, that's interesting. It was a, The film is based off yeah. of a unproduced script written by uh, French director, mime, and actor Jacques Tati. Really? Yeah, that's... I didn't know that at all. That's awesome. <laughs> I ha- wow! I had no idea that, that was a thing. Huh? Interesting. That's really interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, huh? Oh well. Yeah. Oh, oh well. <laughs> um, 2009, <laughs> uh, which is mm-hmm. all right. So yeah, 2009. The nominees are Up, Coraline, Fantastic Mr. Fox, The Princess and the Frog, and The Secret of Kells. 
well, I know that Up won because I know that it's also the last film, the last animated film to have ever been nominated for Best Picture. Is that right? Yeah, oh, I'm pretty no. sure. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you, Up was the one. Do who you won. not like Up? No, I like Up. I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying I don't all like right. Up. It's just to know that that was the. You're, all right, to know that that was the last movie to to be nominated for Best Picture makes me a little sad. Uh, I mean, yeah. But Up is a really good film. No, it is a good film. It really, it deserves yeah. it deserves the the award. I think. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh, I guess yeah. Now it's time. I think I think honestly, Coraline or Fantastic Mr. Fox could have won, and I would have been equally as happy about it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, that was a good year for stop motion. It was a good year, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Two of the two of the best stop motion films from the last twenty years actually, <laughs> were in that same year. Yeah. Um, but uh, two thousand eight, our nominees are Wally. Bolt in Kung Fu Panda. Who won? Oh yeah, I'm. I'm first of all, I just remembered that Bolt was a film that existed. <laughs> I forgot it existed too. Uh, yeah, so it kind of has to be Wally. Yeah, it's it's Wally. Which, by the way, just in case you forgot, Which, yeah, uh, do you want, do you remember who voices mm-hmm. Bolt? Who voices a dog in this 2008 cartoon film? <laughs> that, honestly, I have a lot of options. I have no idea. It's John Travolta. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm not kidding. It's John Travolta with uh, with Miley Cyrus as the uh, Real- as the wisecracking uh, cat sidekick. Well, I mean, that doesn't really surprise no, that part's me. But not John surprising. Travolta? But yeah, it was John Travolta in 2008. Voice this dog. I remember. Really? I, had, I remember. I had Bolt on VHS. Actually, how weird is that? <laughs> we, Bolt was released on VHS. I think I may have recorded it from TV. Now that I think about it, that's why. I Yeah, have Bolt. I think that's more. Uh, that's why I have. I feel like that makes more sense because, yeah. like, Bolt is a 2008 film. So, like, I'm pretty sure VHS were like. Oh yeah, VHS was long point. gone. But I was still a person who had a VHS yeah. player that I'd record TV stuff onto. Oh, I mean, same. Um. But 2007, uh, the nominees mm-hmm. are uh, Ratatouille, Persepolis, and Surf's Up. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, it has to be Ratatouille. Yeah, it was Ratatouille. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, I mean, if, if you would talk to me a week ago, I would have only seen one of these nominees. But I actually, actually, no, I saw two of them. But I actually uh, watched Persepolis mm-hmm. uh, sometime, uh, or like... Mm-hmm. Uh, one, uh, I watched it uh, in the last couple weeks or the last week. Nice, uh, and it was really good. Which, by the way, like we have to mention, one of the few animated films available on the Criterion Channel. Oh, really? Yeah, huh. it was at the at the same time as uh, Paprika and uh, Melina Mactress. Oh, that's awesome! It, it's deserved. Have you seen Persepolis? Yeah. I have not. Ooh, but I've heard great things about. Oh, yeah, them. very very good movie. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, moving on to 2006, uh, we had a happy feet cars and monster house. Who won? What monster house? Yeah, actually that's, Oh, monster house got nominated? Yeah, that's amazing. That. 
Um, Monster House is such a so weird was Monster movie. House. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So hold on, Monster House, Cars, and what feet. was the other one? I'm guessing it was that one the one because like Cars is not is like the weakest film from uh, one of the weakest films from uh, Pixar. That's actually and that's I actually correct. Doubt that Monster House. That's actually correct. Happy Feet. Right. Feed one. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> um, Happy Feet, which also directed by the same guy who, who made Mad Max. Is that? So that's pretty what? weird. Is that is that real? It's hold on. It's George Miller. No way. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is. Oh my god, it is. Did right. you not know that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's fucking weird. That is so weird. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is so weird. Those are those are two very different movies. Oh my god, that's amazing actually. Yeah. That's like the best thing I've heard I know, in a while. Oh my god. I know that I've watched Happy Weed, but I have very, very, very vague memories of that film. Oh, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it in years, yeah. so I, I had no idea. I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it was really good. Yeah, I don't remember being very good. Um, which yeah. I remember liking Cars for what it's worth. Like I remember liking it as a kid. I mean, I bet if I watched yeah. it right now, I probably wouldn't like it at all. But you know, it's, it's different. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, yeah. 2005's nominees are actually kind of stacked. We got uh, we got Wallace and Gromit, The Curse of the Were Rabbit, Howl's Moving Castle, and Corpse Bride. Who do you think won? Oh. It's a pretty it's a pretty close year, actually, I think. I mean I, Well my my vote goes to uh Howl's Moving Castle. I mean so sure. so does mine, but Yeah. Hold on. Was there any Disney movies? No, actually. For for once in probably the last time. Uh, probably the last and only time Disney uh, was not nominated this year, unless you unless, unless you wow. unless you count them as a you know as the English distributor for Studio Ghibli. There's no, no there's no Disney no representation here at all. No no no. Uh, wow, actually, the fact that there's no Disney movies like makes it kind of hard, me, doesn't it? It makes it so much harder to guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually, I actually don't know what is it. You're going to be surprised. It's Wallace and Gromit. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's that actually sounds familiar now. Yeah, Wallace and huh. Gromit won, <laughs> won an Oscar, which is fantastic. Um, I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty all right. I'm, I, I, I I'm cool with that. Uh, yeah. 2004, though. <laughs> uh, hmm. Nominees are uh, The Incredibles, Shark Tale, and Shrek 2. Man, I fucking old Shark Tale one. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't. Uh, it didn't. But no, no fucking shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hold on, yeah, you're gonna have to to, to remind me of those uh, nominees. I forgot. It was uh, it was incredible. It was Incredibles, yeah. Shark Tale, and Shrek two. Incredibles. It in- yeah, it was Incredibles. All right. Yeah. Which I yeah. mean, I'm cool with because Incredibles is my favorite Pixar film. Um, oh, is it really? Yeah, I would say so. It's it's the one it's the one that I think is aged the best. Like I watched it like last year. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, it's really good. Yeah, no, I love it. Uh yeah, I mean I haven't watched Rec 2 in a long time. 
but I like, I'm watched, sure the Incredibles is better. Recently, and it still it still holds up. But yeah, um, I mean, Shrek one and two are good movies. Oh, they are for sure. Yeah, um, like yeah, even without the memes and all that kind of stuff, yeah. like they're good films. <laughs> yeah, they're good. They're good movies. Um, but in uh mm-hmm. in two thousand three, our nominees were mm-hmm. Finding Nemo, Brother Bear, and The Triplets of Belleville. Ooh, all right. What do you think? Won? Uh, do you know about this film? I actually do the, not. It's a so I, that's a film that I first heard of uh, a few weeks ago when some of my friends uh, told told me about it. It's a, an animated film. Uh, it's a French, uh, French Canadian, uh, France and Canadian like production. Uh, so, so like it's a uh, you know it, they all speak French and everything, but sometimes you hear like hints of uh, a Quebec accent, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, so to, to have that kind of film nominated nominated at the Oscars is pretty nice. But uh, I know I know for a fact that it's not that this from the one because it's too weird yeah um uh so hold on what, what were the other ones again finding nemo and brother bear yeah i'm guessing finding nemo correct <laughs> yeah which like that that's uh the 2000s were when pixar was really like at their prime oh yeah but disney like the disney an- a- animation were, were kind of like not in a good place. Not really. No, they're kind of they're kind of slacking. They, they, yeah. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of big like box office failures. Yeah. Um, we already went over two thousand one, but let's get to the mm-hmm. year. The year that, to, or uh, we we talked. We already talked about two thousand two. I mean, um, but let's go to the year that it yeah. all started. The first year that the uh, animated feature was a. Uh, was an actual category at the Oscars, two thousand one, with mm-hmm. uh, with our three nominees, uh, Monsters Inc., Shrek, and Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius. Yeah, I uh, every time I think about this is the Jimmy Neutron movie has an, an Oscar nomination. How amazing is that? How crazy is that? It's the best. Th- it's the best thing oh in the world. God. And. <laughs> There's uh, this clip that I've seen uh, a lot of times that uh, when they announced the categories, they had this like uh, this bit where they 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 had like uh, 3D like uh, 3D animators um, animate like yeah, the the characters as if they were in the room, uh, like in you know you got Shrek wearing like a suit and, and everything. Oh, really? That's pretty neat. <laughs> Yeah, that's actually a pretty a pretty good bit from uh, from the Oscars. That's awesome. I know the Shrek one. <laughs> yeah, Shrek one, which is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty interesting choice. Uh, I mean, I mean, c- considering that Disney won almost every other year that this categories existed, it's pretty interesting to me that Shrek yeah. won. But Shrek is a great movie, so Shrek Shrek is really good. Yeah. yeah. Um. Um, By the way, I've been I've been tallying it so- silently as we've been going on. Uh, do you want to take a guess of how many how many uh, how many how many years out of the uh, yeah. out of the twenty years that this thing has been in, exi- in existence that Japanese films were nominated? 
I want to say five. Seven. So. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. With uh, with only. Uh, give me just a moment. With only. With only mm-hmm. two of, well, actually no, with only one of them being unrelated to Studio Ghibli, and that's Mirai. I mean, yeah, that does, that doesn't really surprise me. Yeah, uh, maybe in the either. future we're gonna see more, uh, more stuff. But I, I saw a lot of people uh, that were saying how like maybe um, Demon Sir was gonna be nominated in, uh, in twenty twenty. What, what was but... gonna be nominated? Uh, Demon Slayer. Oh, that would have been interesting. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I mean, at this point, why not? Why not? Yeah, I mean, I think. Hold on. Uh, I think, honestly, I think Evangelion Four could be nominated. That'd be interesting. Uh, a very interesting choice. Um, but I guess we uh, could we yeah. could get into our. I, I I'm kind of interested in hearing what your ideas for. Oscar predictions are for this uh, year. Ooh. Oh, yeah. All right. That's a good idea. Yeah. So, hold on. Let me look at my list of films that uh, came out this year yeah, that I which, watched. Let me... I guess um, we'll... I guess we'll just go by, like, the, the more notable categories. Um, yeah. Like, not... Well, we're not going to go into, like, makeup or stuff like yeah. that. Because, like, they're categories that are worth existing and that I'm happy that they exist, but I just don't know really that much about it. Yeah. Um, let me look up. So I've, let me look up some of the bigger categories. Um, well, obviously there's, you know, there's best picture, uh, there's best, best actor and best actress. Uh, and I guess we'll just throw in like best visual effects and best, uh, best like score. Sure. Why not? Uh, I would like also to add best uh, international film. Oh yes, absolutely. Because there was there was a lot of good stuff. Oh yeah, I think so too. So, so let's, let's. All right. What what should we start with? Uh, I guess we should start with uh, best score. We'll we'll end with best picture because best for last and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, best score. Hold on. Which uh, hold on. Let me. I guess I'll I'll bring this I'll bring this up now because I'm gonna bring it up a lot during this uh during this uh yeah. this whole discussion. I yeah. saw um I saw a movie this week. I saw uh Spencer All right. featuring uh Kristen Stewart and directed oh, by uh, yeah. Pablo Lorraine. Uh it was incredible. Yeah, I was supposed to yeah. Yeah. I was supposed to go watch it yesterday, but I didn't. Yeah, genuinely one of the best movies of the year. I would not miss this one. Uh, and I'm probably gonna. Bring it, it looks up quite a bit. really good. Yeah. Uh, but all right, let's let's get into it. Um. So okay. All right. Best score. I would probably say. Uh, to me, yeah. Yeah. Or you can go ahead. Well, I might I might be saying the same thing you were gonna say, but like oh. to me, uh, best score is an obvious choice. It's Dune, without a doubt. Really, I think yeah. that I think that'll win. But I, I think my choice might be Spencer because Spencer has a really good soundtrack by uh, I think his name's Johnny Greenwood of uh, Oh sure Radiohead I think. Um, but it's really, oh, really? Good. yeah, it's 
It's a very good soundtrack. Hmm. It's probably the one that the one that sticks out to me for this year. I guess I'll say. Yeah. Um, but uh, I can see Dune winning, especially since it's Hans Zimmer. Yeah, it's honestly I think it might be Hans Zimmer's best work in my opinion. Really, that's impressive. I, I can. I think I can see yeah. that. I f- I personally feel like it adds so much to the, to the film. Yeah, I can see but that. Again, that's my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to I'd have to see it another time and pay more attention to the score because it was kind of it kind of went over my head while I was watching it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Let's see what else we got. Um, we're going to talk about, uh, best visual effects. Now, that's interesting. Ooh. Uh. I would have to well, give it, I actually, kinda, I actually would have to give it to Dune. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't want to repeat myself, but, like, definitely Dune. I'm going to be repeating myself with a few movies here, so you can do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, would yeah. say Dune is definitely a lock for a nomination. Uh, some other nominees yes mm, some other nominees could be like uh no time to die or something or like uh so probably a marvel yeah. probably throw a marvel movie in there like maybe shang chi or yeah. the eternals oh no they're go- they're going to they're going to put the eternals i'm sure oh. they're going to try to give as many i i'm sure that they're going to try to give as many eternal uh nominations as possible I like maybe I can yeah. see that. Um, I, and I feel like I don't know why I really f- f- feel like this is going to happen. And I think it's because uh, Chloe Zhao is uh, the person who nominate uh, who directed the film. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. What's the next category we're going to get into? I don't know. <laughs> I think it was a. Uh... It was probably best best actor and best actress. Oh sure, that sounds right. Uh, oh, hold on, that's a that's a difficult one. Oh wait, yeah, we were gonna talk about yeah, we'll we'll talk about this, but we we're also gonna talk about best international film. Let's not forget that. Um. Oh well, I feel like we should do it after after the actors. Yeah, let's let's wait for that. <laughs> yeah. So hold on, best. Um. Hmm, that's that's a tough one. I got my choices. I, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure the the, the most of nom- the nominations for that are gonna be films that I haven't watched. Like it would re- really wouldn't surprise me if Kristen Stewart was nominated for Spencer. Oh, she better get nominated. But I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But <laughs> what'd you say? I, I, I said I said she better get nominated. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, I mean, that would be cool. Yeah. But um, I mean, I yeah, know, Kristen Stewart is my choice for best actress this year. Yeah, uh, I'd love along to see. With, probably not gonna happen. I'd love, yeah. Along with um, oh, Jodie Cor- Jodie Comer for Last Duel because I thought she was really good. Um, oh yeah, I that's not gonna happen. But I'd love yeah. to see Nicolas Cage get nominated for Pig. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I haven't seen Pig. That would be I, really cool. I haven't seen Pig. Yeah, but me I, either. I need to. Uh-huh. Um, hmm. I don't know, because, like, 
for all the films that I've seen, there was is there really one that I feel deserves a nomination? I'm sure that there they may give uh give a nomination for like Rebecca for Gossin for Dune, maybe Timothy Chalamet. Maybe that's a big maybe. Um, maybe I think it could yeah. happen. Dune was one of yeah. the biggest movies of the year. Um. I, I think I think Dune's gonna get a lot of nominations. Yeah, definitely, definitely in like the technical department. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, uh, but for my for my best actor, I would probably have to say, uh, I just really want Adam Driver to win an Oscar already. <laughs> so I'm gonna say Adam Driver for Last Duel. Yeah. He could also win for Annette. That's true. He could win for Annette. I need to yeah. watch that. He could win for Annette. Same. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, and f- for uh, Best Actress, well, was your vote for uh, Kristen Stewart, or uh, do you have another one? Um, I, my other vote is like Jodie Comer for uh, for Last Duel as well. But I mean, mm, oh yeah. But like my main vote is Kristen Stewart. Oh my goodness, that's a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, yeah. Chris, Kristen Stewart for sure. I, I would be very surprised yeah. if she were if she was not nominated. Um, but mm-hmm. I guess we can get into uh, best international. Yeah. Which uh, um, which I haven't seen many international this year. Um, no, same. But I would say. I I would say Titan. I think Titan is like a good lock for that, especially since it's, I mean it all it won the Palme it, d'Or. It won the Palme d'Or. The Palme d'Or. Yeah. Um. Um. I. It would be really funny to see Lamb get nominated. Oh no! You know what <laughs> film should get should get uh, nominated? What's that? It's a film. I don't know if you've heard of it, but I've heard a lot about it on Twitter, and I really want to watch it. It's a film called, uh, I think it's called The Worst Person in the World. I saw a trailer for that the other day, actually. They're releasing it uh, in my area theatrically. Yeah. So I need to go see that before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's getting some, it's getting some, you know, recognition, mm-hmm. I think. So that'd be neat. I mean, I think it's got, like, like... It, it, it's not worth anything, but I think it's gone like a hundred percent on Rotten Tomato, <laughs> which is something. That's, I mean, that's something. Yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah. I guess now we could get into uh, our best pictures. Well, I've all I've already said what my favorite film of this year is, and that is Dune. Dune. Okay. Yeah. Oh wait, hold on. We forgot best director. Oh, we did forget best director. Who do you, who do you think? We did forget best director. Well, all right. Uh having the origins that I have, I'm a bit biased because I'm a bit like I'm being a bit patriotic over that one, which I'm not <laughs> often, but man, if someone from Quebec could win best director, that would be like the best thing. Like I'd love to see that. So if Denis Villeneuve could win, holy shit, I would scream. <laughs> it's like, in general, I don't really care about the Oscars, 
but that I would love that. I always see my thing is always like the Oscars mm. isn't like the end all be all of like what movies are good or not per se, but it's like the Oscars are definitely like influential. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like I would say like the fact that they're like I I'm disappointed whenever it's like a bad choice for a winner. Uh, and I'm always excited when it's like a good choice. Uh, because, you know, even even though it doesn't really matter in terms of like judging what movies are better, it's it's in, it's the influence thing. Like the fact that Parasite won best uh picture uh and to be the first international film to do so is huge. Um yeah. So, I mean, that that opens the door for an amazing amount of possibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's it. But that being said, uh, best director, I've I've always been kind of hard at choosing because I don't I don't really know when to think like okay this is this director did a better job than this director because I don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, but like. I mean, I haven't mentioned him yet. Uh, Wes, Wes Anderson could probably get nominated for that. Uh, I th- he could get nominated. I doubt that he's gonna win. Oh no! I yeah, doubt, I honestly, win. that I doubt that the French Dispatch is gonna get anything. I yeah, I would doubt it getting any Oscars, but I think it could get nominated for Best Picture. Most of his live action in the last ten mm-hmm. years have. Yeah, so I think it's. I possible. just. I just had an idea. I'm gonna write all our. Uh, the, oh. All the the films we said, <laughs> and then in March or whenever the uh, the Oscars air. Uh, that would <laughs> that'll be fun. <laughs> so hold on. Um. So best special effects we both said Dune. Yeah. Uh, then it was best. Oh, best score. Yeah. I chose. Uh, I chose Spencer. What the. Fuck? And and, uh, and I'll say right. Uh, I'll, and I said Dune. Yeah. I'll say right now. There's like, I think twenty movies that came out this year that I still need to watch. That like I, I still think like need need to be watched. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm. I plan to do like a big. Yeah. Like at, at the end of the year, I'm gonna watch a bunch of films I have. I haven't. Oh seen yeah, yet. December. December is my catch up month. <laughs> mhm. Like I still haven't seen um, a majority of the big ones this year, especially early, especially the early like big ones like Cherry or Nobody. Yeah. Oh, there's also um, Licorice Pizza that's coming out soon. That's right. Yeah. So maybe, maybe Paul Thomas Anderson will surprise us both, and we'll change all of our votes to that. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, that could happen. There's still there's still time. the 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 um the deadline for the Oscars isn't 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 until uh February of next year. So yeah, there could be some January movies to throw in there. I doubt it, but there could be. Yeah. Um. So next is well the only category that's left is uh, best picture. Yeah, which at at this current time, I am thinking Spencer. Really? Yeah, I would say so. I would say yeah. Well, hmm. that's all right. That's my choice. 
Uh, currently, I'm saying. There's a lot of uh, movies I still have to see. Yeah. Uh, well, see, the thing is, I feel like the only film that I've seen that's really worth an Oscar is uh, Dune. So I'm going to go with that. Okay. I just had a, uh, I just had a flash. Um, what about Inside? I would love it. Do you? I think don't it's, think it's gonna happen. Uh, not for Best Picture, but just in general. Not a chance in hell. Do I you, don't think. I. I, yeah. I do not think it'll get nominated for anything. If if yeah. If so, if, if anything, Best Music, which would be insane. Um, could could get Best Original Song. That could that could happen. It could. I would Welcome be to the very internet. surprised. That would be funny. Oh, I'd be, I'd be, that'd be funny, and I'd be completely down for it. But um, I just yeah. don't think it would happen. That'd be crazy, though. I would be. That would be. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. If 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 Inside was included in all of these things and all of these categories, it would, it would, it would be a choice for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but at the moment, I'm thinking Spencer is my is my lock for Best Picture at the at yeah. the moment. And maybe that's going to change once I see Spencer or another film. Yeah, but I, I, me, I don't mean to hype uh, it up too much. For me, it's too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's our uh, predictions for uh, th this year's, uh, for next year's technically uh, Academy Award. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that it's going to be, at least that the ceremony in general is going to be better than this year. Because holy yeah. shit, was it chaotic? It was the it was wasn't it uh on online? No, it was uh, no, it was uh in a I don't know where it was. It was almost like in a hotel lobby. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what it looked like. It was, it was really weird. I didn't watch them this year, so let me see. Honestly, I watched the first. I want to say I watched the first. 30 minutes and then I stopped because holy fuck was it boring yeah this this year was the first time that I didn't watch the Oscars like at all like usually like last yeah like 2020 I watched the entire thing um oh yeah it was great yeah it was a good show um yeah uh, but just in general they announced um they announced Best Director, like, very early. Yeah, I think they... Yeah. And they they announced... Uh, what I think was the weirdest thing is they announced Best Picture before Best Actor and Actress. And everyone thought they were, they were doing this because they were going to... Uh, the last category was going to be Best Actor. And they were going to give it to Chadwick Boseman. It was, it was going to be, like, this big memorial thing. But then they did... Uh, make uh best actor the last category but they gave it to um anthony hopkins wasn't it at to anthony yeah anthony hopkins who wasn't even there <laughs> so they said uh, and the winner the winner is anthony hopkins <laughs> the academy accepts the oscar on his behalf have a good night everyone yeah and it was i the remember end. that <laughs> like what the f and you know the worst part do you know why anthony hopkins wasn't there why because, uh, well, so, for, uh, Anthony Hopkins lives in Scotland, and the only way that he could attend the ceremony, because, like, all the, um, uh, nominated who were in other countries were all in a specific, like, place that were, um, 
the where they had to be like every single British nomin uh, nominees were in like this theater, and um, that that was in London, and so he he would have had to travel to London. But the thing is that he's like eighty years old. Yeah, he's I think. He's, he's almost ninety and, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he's old. So, uh, and that like COVID was a lot more dangerous at that point. Yeah. So he didn't want to risk his life traveling to London. So he he asked the academy like, "Hey, uh, is it possible if I just film myself from like my living room?" And the academy said, "No." <laughs> What? Yeah, that's so fucked up. What the hell? Just like, let him. That's yeah. That's such a dick move. <laughs> the academy Holy is accepting crap. it on his behalf. Good night. <laughs> yeah, that is ridiculous. So that was uh, the weirdest Oscar ceremony of all. Oh, and also like one one of the first things that made me say like, oh, this is going to be bad was the um, the beginning of the show where they had. So it's been a few years. It's been uh, the the Oscars haven't had a host since La La Land. Yeah. Um. Not it's, they it's haven't, they haven't like had a host a, since all the uh, Kevin Hart stuff went down. No, I'm pretty sure it was after that. Th no, I remember. Hold on. <laughs> uh, but we're gonna have to fact check that. But the, uh, basically, what I want to say is that what I want to say is that for uh, it's been a few years since the Academy Awards have had a host. For uh, uh, well, so now what they do is bas they basically just have a bunch of different people um, presenting the, the categories and all that kind of stuff, and they always have like one or two stand up comedians at the beginning of the show to give the uh, like opening monologue. Like the in 20 uh, in 2020, they had Steve Martin and Chris Rock, and honestly, I thought the their bit was pretty funny. Yeah. But this year they had, I don't remember who she was. She was, I think she was maybe an actress, maybe a TV host. I honestly have no idea who she was. And she gave, she gave the like, uh, intro like monologue. And she, there was not a single joke. They did what I, they did what I hate when, uh, the, those ceremonies do and that actually um, Ricky Gervais mentioned in his uh, last uh, monologue for uh, the uh, for the Golden Globes which is I fucking hate when Hollywood goes on a stage and tells us why we're uh, we're why we're bad people yeah oh it was uh, when it they was... are definitely worse people than us was it Amy Poehler and uh, Tina Fey no no it was a black woman Oh, Regina King. Regina, yeah, that, that's it. It was Regina King. Which, and it's like... She, I don't think she's a... Uh, it's for, for, she's just an actress. <laughs> she's she's an actress. Yeah. She's, she was in uh, Watchmen. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's like, for, for the opening monologue, like, whatever... She'll, whether it's the Oscars, the Golden Globes, the Grammys, whatever, just come on stage and tell me some jokes. That's your entire job. Don't fucking tell me why I'm a bad person because you're such a worse person than I am. Yeah, I honestly... Like, that's that's think, the case for most I think, people. In I think Ricky Hollywood. Gervais knocked it out of the park with what he said during the Golden Globes. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I, yeah. I have always, always hated 
when like when mm. it, they use it when they when they use stuff like that to i guess give political speeches cuz it's just like i mean you can say what you you can say whatever yeah, you want but like this is about movies <laughs> it's like you know it's like actor goes on stage and to to get his oscar and thanks uh instead of thanking like uh, everyone he he just um gives like a political speech uh about you know the the current world and it's like dude shut the fuck up you spend your entire summer on jeffrey epstein's island and you're two years away from getting canceled you're not in the right place uh yeah that's not that's not talking about anyone specifically but like you know I don't think anyone in Hollywood is what Ricky Gervais says is so true where he said like you don't know anything about the real world. It's true. Like <laughs> ce celebrities live in a bubble. They don't they they're not the same people as like you know plebeian <laughs> like the the regular people. <laughs> but yeah, um, but I I just to to uh talk about what we were talking about earlier about the hosts um Uh, it seems it was yeah. correct that uh, uh, the show has gone hostless. This is, this is a quote from um, uh, DraftKings, an article that they wrote. Um, the show has gone hostless the past two years uh, since Kevin Hart's decision to step down as the host of the 2019 show after uproar over his past homophobic wow. comments. Uh, and the last Oscars yeah. host was in 2018 when Jimmy Kimmel hosted. It was... Uh... Yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, I think he also did the last like two or three years. Yeah, he did it for a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The, uh, honestly, I wouldn't mind having a new like a host. Yeah, I think I think hostless Oscars are very strange. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of. Um, I don't know other stuff to talk about the Oscars because I think. I think we kind of covered our bases with that. <laughs> And we've been talking about the Oscars for like, I think a straight hour. Yeah. <laughs> um, Honestly, yeah, we, we, this is like the Oscar episode, which is not what I expected from a spirited, spirited away episode. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry to everyone who wanted like a much longer discussion on spirited away. Um, there wasn't, I I I, I kind of said all I wanted to. I don't know if you got everything you wanted to. Um, well, earlier in the Oscar conversation, I thought maybe talking about the Radzie Awards, which I think is like the worst award ceremony there is. I haven't like, checked the Razzies for a, a while. Oh man, like the Razzie are a weird thing because the first time you hear of them, you think like, oh, that's a pretty funny thing. It's like uh. You know, that's like people uh, laughing at Hollywood's failures. But then you look at their uh, the winners and everything, and you think like, oh, no, those are just morons who don't know anything about movies. Let's see. Let's. I'm going to look at, like, the winners from last year. Uh, so let's see. Uh, yeah. Worst picture was, uh, was Absolute Proof, uh, which apparently was a 2021 uh, political documentary film. Uh, it promotes the conspiracy theory that sure, Donald Trump no won the is. 2021 presidential election. Oh. Uh, and oh, all right. Worst director was uh, Sia for the film Music, which I have heard is uh, very accurate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Have you watched the Your Movie Sucks video on that? I actually haven't. Is it good? <laughs> Hold on. It's really, it's really good. Hold on. I'll, I'll look that's, that that's up. That's when to, I first started the film. I'll look, I'll look that up to watch that after this. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. That was such a box office failure. Holy shit. What, it, what, what happened with music? All right. So the budget was $16 million. Want to hear the what the box office was? What? It was it was six hundred and fifty thousand dollars. No way. It that's the numbers in front of me. Ooh, ooh, oh, Hold that's. On. I might have to fact check that because that seems like very low. <laughs> okay, so for worst uh, for worst act actor, we had uh, the winner of uh, Mike Lindell. Uh, the my pillow guy, as a uh, he was apparently in Absolute Proof, uh, the documentary. Um, and for worst, oh him, yeah, yeah. And for worst actress, we had uh, Kate Hudson in Music. Seems like music's oh, seems like music kind of sweet yeah. that year. Um, <laughs> we're supporting Damn, actor. Music oh. was really successful at the Rancies. Oh my god, that's actually kind of funny. Yeah. The worst supporting actor was what? Rudy Giuliani uh, in Borat 2. <laughs> 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 Which is, that's kind of good. <laughs> was was it him that they like uh, tried to catch uh, like having sex with minors or something like that? Well, see, that's the thing is that they didn't try. It just happened. They just did. <laughs> so what what happened? Okay, have you seen Borat 2? No. So okay, here's I'll tell you what happened. So what this part in the movie is Yeah. Uh Borat's daughter uh moves to uh Washington to become like a uh or Washington DC to become like a like a kind of like a interviewer. Uh and they somehow got a right. they somehow got a real interview uh with a with a you know Rudy Gianni, who was a pretty big politician over here, um, yeah. and apparently, uh, or, or and they got they got footage of this that uh, I don't remember how old the actress is. I think she may be over eighteen. Um, mm-hmm. give me just a moment. Uh, Maria Bakalova. Uh, she is, she's twenty five. Okay. Well, um, oh, all right. Anyway, she's you know she's she's supposed to be younger in the film. Yeah, she's supposed to be pretty young in the film. Uh, but right. so what happens is uh, after the interview happens, uh, Borat. Uh, I guess this is kind of like the fake plot of the movie is that Borat's like trying to get to her uh, to you know to like uh, you know not not stop the interview per se, but just kind of to take her home. Uh, but uh, mm-hmm. Rudy and uh, the girl go to uh, or in like because uh, like they're in a hotel room for the interview, which is pretty common. Uh, and they, uh, Rudy lays yeah. on the bed in the room and uh, unzips his pants uh, while she's also on the bed with him. And at that moment, apparently, uh, they told uh, Sasha Baron Cohen Borat to. Uh, to just like go in the room and stop it, but like stay in character, so this could all be in the movie. <laughs> so, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh 
Holy shit. Yeah, it was it was so big. This whole the whole like Yeah, the, I remember that, that whole scene was so big that it leaked like days before the movie came out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that doesn't doesn't really surprise me, but wow, that is fucked up. And by the way, like um Michael Lindell, the my pillow guy, uh can I he looks like a fake person. Michael Lindell? He does not look he does not look like a person that actually exists. Like <laughs> I feel like that's a stand-up comedian in a like in disguise. He looks like he looks like a character and I, he looks like a character that would be on Parks and Rec. Yeah, and I think <laughs> the problem is the mustache. Yeah, it's which is like the mustache like, is almost too much. <laughs> doesn't look real. <laughs> no, it looks so fake. <laughs> oh god, that's good. That's oh. so weird. That's a, a a strange person. Yeah, I think a lot of the Razzies. Getting back to that, I think a lot of the Razzies is kind of unnecessary. But I mean, yeah, it, well, it doesn't seem like they. It doesn't seem like they really get too like crazy. Most often, most often their nominees are pretty understandable. <laughs> but yeah yeah but they do have like history of certain categories that were like incredibly stupid the oh, best yeah. one is do you know who do you know who won the Razzie for worst director in 1980 so the first ceremony no but I think I've heard I heard it in the past but I don't know what it is it was Stanley Kubrick for The Shining really yeah. Oh. <laughs> Someone either like they just they just want to make people angry or they're really big Stephen King fans. I I don't know. Um I'm trying to think of but I'm the looking worst, through all these the worst one which is like oh, Yeah, go, keep going ahead. Keep going ahead. Well, the worst the worst one who actually got into a debate uh, a debate on Reddit for that is uh in the 2000 ceremony they did a few categories like worst whatever of the century. Mm, okay. And do you know who won worst actor of the century? Who? It was Sylvester Stallone. Why? <laughs> yeah, which is like all right, all right, all right. Let's be, let's all be fair. Let's all be honest here. Sylvester Stallone is far from being a great actor. Oh, far from it. <laughs> far from it. But to say that he's the worst actor in the century—that's that's ignoring. That's, that's ignoring. That's like, not true. That's ignoring like a good few movies. Like his performance, at least in the first Rocky, is like a legitimately great performance. Like you can say yeah. what you want about the later ones. Oh, it's really but good. Like Rocky. Rocky One has some amazing performances, especially from Stallone. But can I just say, I feel like the reason the reason why he's so good in Rocky is that he's just kind of like acting natural, yeah. and I feel like the character of Rocky is not too different from Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, he, he wrote the movie uh, too, which I thought was pretty interesting to learn. Yeah, I, can I just? I don't want to be mean, but like, I feel like. Uh, you know, Rocky is a Rocky, the character of Rocky Balboa is a pretty stupid character. Uh, and I feel like the reason why it works so well is because I I, I don't want to say that he is because I don't I don't know the guy now I don't want to be mean but like he sounds stupid. He's got that. Um, I can kind of see what you mean. He's got that like uh, yeah that kind of um he's got that, like uh, he's got that cadence to him, which is. 
uh, yeah, pretty, it's pretty unique. It's yeah, uh, and I I I, I like him. I, I like him in most of the things I've seen him in. Not really like I don't think he's like I, I said. Yeah, like I said, he's not a great actor, but you know, not the worst. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure the only film really that I've seen him in was the first Rocky, and like I saw part of the second film. But besides that, I haven't seen any of the Rambo Rambo films. I haven't either, actually. Uh, oh no, you know, I forgot about that. Uh, he plays King Shark in Suicide Squad. He does. That's right. Yeah, he's I completely forgot about that. And again, again, he's good in that, but also he plays a stupid character, oh, yeah. which is not helping his case. But um, I mean, hey, they picked they picked yeah. the perfect. I'll be voice. honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. Like sometimes Sylvester Stallone kind of feels like a fell Schwarzenegger. Yeah, and it's like there's this big, you know, they're they're compared a lot, and the, it was a huge thing, and when. Uh, the Expendables came out, and it was the first time that we we really could see a film with both of them at the same time. Um, but I feel like there's no way that I don't understand how anyone could say that Stallone is better than Schwarzenegger. Like, yeah, I don't I don't agree with that either. Based off even based off of like Terminator alone. Yeah. Like honestly, just just Terminator Two. Oh yeah, he's really good in that. Terminator Two is such a good movie. It really is. Oh, can I just have like a, a small tangent? Oh, go right ahead. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you know about his film Twins? Uh, with Danny DeVito. With Danny DeVito. I've not seen it, but I do know about it. Yeah. Do you know that they're making a new one? They're making a sequel. No way. No way. They're they're making a twin sequel. <laughs> like not even a joke. It's there. There's. I'm pretty sure you can find pictures of like them shooting the film with Schwarzenegger and uh, Danny DeVito. Wait, it's a... Oh my god, the sequel is called Triplets. And it has Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito... No, it's fucking not. It's called... It's, okay, it, it, okay, it has Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito, and do you want to guess who the third is? Who? Tracy Morgan. I don't know who that you don't, is. Oh, Tracy Morgan's so funny. Uh... Hold on. That's so cool. <laughs> That's going to be the best, man. Yeah, I don't know who that is. I'm sorry, I don't know who That's that is. That's fine. He's He's been making a bit of a resurgence over here, but he was like a pretty classic mm-hmm. comedian over here. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, what? I'm trying to think of what, like, movies or anything you would have seen him or would have, would have seen him in um, uh yeah i mean i'm looking at his filmography on uh on google right now have you ever seen coming to america with eddie murphy uh no that's an incredible that, i haven't seen a lot that's of an incredible that. comedy first of all um but uh <laughs> yeah oh yeah no it's a very good one that was one of my one of my favorites mm-hmm. um wait no way was he? I th- mm-hmm. I'm trying to. I'm trying to see if. No, okay. I, I almost thought for a second because he's uh, he's um, he's listed as an actor in Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. 
Uh, but I think he, I th- mm-hmm. he just does uh, he just does additional voices. I thought for a second he was the cop from Cloudy yeah. with a Chance of Meatballs, and I almost lost my mind. No, it's Mr. no. It's, it's Mr. Uh, T, isn't it? Is it? I think so. Yes, it is. Yes, it it's is. It's Mr. T, which is... Which is equally as cool. <laughs> like, oh, I mean, amazing casting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, on, honestly, like... Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs is actually a really good film. Yeah, it's not bad. I remember rewatching it recently. I, I, and like I was like, it. huh. It's aged pretty well. I mean, to be fair, it was directed by Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Yeah. <laughs> who are like the kind of people, anything that they work on is like, it has to be good. Usually, yeah. I don't think they've ever... I don't think they've ever walked, uh, worked on something that I was like, yeah, no, nah, this sucks. Like, they they made, uh, they directed or wrote or produced 21, Jum- 21 and 22 Jump Street, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatball, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, The Lego Movie. Wow. That's, <laughs> that, that's a great CV. That's, that's, that's a pretty good record you got, they got going. Yeah. Yeah, they're really good, and they also, uh, they also produced and wrote some episodes of How I Met Your Mother, which is one of my favorite shows. And oh, oh, uh, and I didn't know they did that. Brooklyn awesome. Nine Nine, Brooklyn Nine Nine as well. Oh wow! Which again is another one of my favorite shows. <laughs> so like, yeah, they're good. Oh, hold on, no, you got to be kidding me! They make Clone High. Oh my god, that's right, they did! Oh my god! They make Clone High! <laughs> they make Clone High! Dude, oh, let's go. those guys are gods, holy Dude, shit. That's, that is god tier stuff right there. How? Oh my god, I love this so much. <laughs> love it, love it. Wow. Yeah, they're, I, I really like their stuff, yeah. <laughs> They're they're um, I, they might be among uh, amongst like the best working in the industry right now. Yeah. Like I feel like we don't talk enough about how amazing Twenty One and Twenty Two Jump Street are. They're good movies. Like, like they're I, some of the. They're I some. Haven't, I haven't yeah. seen them in a very very long time, but I remember liking them. They're, they're some of the best comedies that have come out in the last like ten years. Hmm. I can see, I can see that. And, yeah, uh, yeah. And it's like I recently I was watching some scenes from uh, from Twenty Two Jump Street, and there's this scene where because like in um, in the second film they go to college, and uh, um, Jonah Hill ends up sleeping with oh, uh, Ice know, Cube's daughter. I know exactly. And what there's the scene where Channing Tatum learns that and his reaction like is honestly there's golden it's honestly like not exaggerating really good acting yeah there's there's like no better there's like no better moment in the entire <laughs> film other than that right there um <laughs> that and the moment where they realize that like jonah hill has been sleeping with uh ice yeah. cube's daughter and there's just like this the look on ice cube's face <laughs> The way, the, way that all, the way that it all amounts to just oh shit <laughs> kills me every time oh, I watch that clip. God. Yeah. 
and it's like see the, the thing that i realized is because like 21 jump street is a remake of a tv show with johnny depp yeah um and so 22 jump street is like an idea that they had to uh, when they made the second film which i think is so is like genius like oh 22 jump street is just they move to the uh the the church next door which is 22 jump street yeah <laughs> just like the joke that the the right next to the korean church is like i think it's like a vietnamese church or something like that yeah. i don't remember but i i have to rewatch those films and i also have thought about that earlier this week i also have to rewatch the lego movie because i saw a scene where uh it was like um liam neeson plays a character of good and bad cup yeah I remember. and there's this scene yeah there's this scene where uh the bad guy of the film erases bad cup to only keep uh no he erases good cup to only keep bad cup and like i've never watched this film in english uh so i never really realized like oh that's liam neeson who makes the voice so and, and i've never heard him make the good cup voice and it's <laughs> so like far from anything that he's done in his it's career it's so weird it's so good <laughs> it's so weird hey guys yeah, no, it's really good <laughs> it's like it's... i love it it's it's such a like crazy <laughs> such a crazy difference and it's like oh yeah <laughs> it's i that's another film in terms of casting that's really good oh yeah and they've also got both jonah hale and shining tatum in it yeah i didn't know that and that's pretty cool but yeah and also the beginning of chris pratt voice acting Oh yeah, that's so, right. Like, so like that who, was just a test for who would know. what was about. <laughs> it's who like could fuck. Have predicted. Like last month they announced Mario. Now I think this week they announced Garfield. Yeah, they yeah we didn't talk about like, that either. Oh my god. Just like for fuck's sake, there there are more Hollywood actors than Chris Pratt guys. Come on. Oh man, I remember I was on Twitter. I thought it was a joke until I looked into it more. Yeah, because no, there's, all, cause uh, there's been those jokes. There's been those jokes for like the last yeah. couple months where it's just like, oh, haha, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, Chris Pratt, you know, he voicing whatever. But this is not a joke. <laughs> the the first time that I saw it, I I thought it said like. He's in consideration to maybe possibly one day be Garfield. I didn't know that it was like, oh, he's gonna be Garfield. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> um, just you just you just hate this. <laughs> uh, it's like I don't know. There's more than just I, the, the fact that they. I don't know. That's that feels dangerous. It is. There's something about that that's like I don't think, not good. I'll, I'll be honest. I don't think I've heard yeah. a better a, a better like <laughs> a, a better use of the words "I hate this" in a while. Just the the exacerbated <laughs> way you just went. Just the way you went. I hate this. <laughs> it's really good. Well, first of all, thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, uh, I just, I was, I was thinking about like there are more 
there the, the are more Hollywood actors, and one of the actors that, that I thought of is Chris Evans, which made me think, have you seen the trailer for Lightyear? I have. I, I We did not talk about That's right. We did not talk about this. Holy <laughs> shit. I cannot believe this is a real thing. It looks, it looks fake. Like, it looks like a meme. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, can I be honest? I'm so hyped. <laughs> like I I'm going to yeah. be honest, I don't yeah. Don't, I don't think I care. Like I think it's I'll probably watch it when it comes out, but yeah. for the moment it just looks really bland. It's like dude, I saw a a, a tweet that was like right before I watched the the thing that made me say like I have to watch the trailer, which is like I cannot stress just how like the trailer did not have to go this hard, but it still did. And I watched the trailer. It did not have to go this hard. It didn't. <laughs> I had I had goosebumps the entire time. Th- the entire time, and like <laughs> I really hope that this film is going to be good because it's one honestly one of my favorite trailers I've seen in a long time. Really? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, and I maybe last uh, movie news that I um. That, that I heard this week is so in a previous episode of the podcast, we were talking about Dune before it had, uh, before it came out yes. and we talked about uh, a documentary that, that was made recently uh, called Jodorowsky's Dune about uh, the director Alejandro Jodorowsky uh, who tried to make a Dune movie, but it didn't end, end it. It didn't end up like being a thing. Yeah. It didn't. Um, but yeah, but uh, after that, he en- ended up collaborating with a um, a comic book artist, and they made a uh, a comic book. I forgot what it was called, but it had a bunch of ideas that he had co- uh, come up for Dune, and they're gonna make a movie of this uh, this comic book. Really? And like yeah, a, and like an animated one. I don't know. It's gonna be a movie. That's all I know. Oh, okay. And they announced this uh, this week who was going to direct it. It's uh, it's the great New Zealand director Taika Waititi. No way. Yeah. Which is <laughs> like <laughs> that's amazing. It's so weird. That's so but weird. Like, <laughs> I'm into it's it. It's weird, though. but like. I love Taika Waititi so much. So I really hope that it's going to be a good film. I hope so, too. That's going to be so strange, but yeah. so cool. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm totally I'm hyped. into that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> um, but speaking of uh, Jodorowsky's Dune, uh, there's an art house theater yeah. uh, near me, and they just they show uh, like a lot of... They show a lot of unexpected movies. Like that's where I saw Tetsuo. Uh, but I learned that I think early mm. December they're showing Jodorowsky's Dune, the documentary. Uh, so I'm probably going to go see that there at least. Yeah. Yeah, I started watching it, but I was kind of like bored. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, so, so I'm going to... Uh, it's just because I have like issues sometimes with documentary. I get you, I get you. Uh, not... not, not yeah, that's not saying like that the film's boring. It's just like probably wasn't really in the good mood or anything to watch it. But oh yeah, I get it. 
I'm gonna watch it entirely one day just to see like just how crazy this film would have been. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, this is uh, if if I end up watching, we're definitely probably gonna have like a conversation about that because like from what I've heard, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Trying to think of what else I've watched in the past week, if anything was like notable, other than uh, Persepolis and Spencer. Not much, no. Yeah. Um, I actually haven't watched any film. I haven't watched. The, Spirited Away was the first film that I watched since Halloween. Really? Yeah, because I think, I think it's because I watched like seven films in two days. It burned so I'm a bit out. burnt I out, that. I think. I'm pretty sure that's it. But yeah, just maybe a week or two in, I'm gonna be watching uh, many more films. Right. <laughs> I tr- I tried. You know. You know what? Earlier this week, I tried to watch Yojimbo, and mm-hmm. after like two minutes, I was like, No, I don't want. I don't want to. I get it. Yeah. You're just Which I think is a. I think is a good move. Yeah, I think it is a good idea that I had because I, I think I'm, like this is the kind of stuff that could make me, uh, not enjoy a film. Yeah. Like a a good film. So yeah, Eugene Boy is a film that I'm gonna be watching some other time. Yeah, it's a it's a good idea to watch watch movies like that when like you're in the mood to watch a movie. Yeah. You're in the mood. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> what happened with uh that's what happened with Seven Samurai, because this is the only way that I could have ever watched a three and a half hour long film. And I mean it's my favorite Kurosawa and one of my favorite Japanese movies of all time. So that oh, worked. Yeah, I I agree. <laughs> um mm-hmm. Uh, I did today. I uh, I kind of I kind of okay. So I had the day off from school today, uh, and I decided to just kind of mm-hmm. like I was like, okay, I'll go to um, I'll go to like a, there's this shopping area near where I live, and uh, it's got a Barnes and Noble in it. So I was like, I'll go. Mm. I was like, I'll go hang out with some friends. I'll stop by the Barnes and Noble, see see what's up, see what's up. Um, sure. I was not strong enough, and I uh, I made a purchase. I uh, I bought uh, yeah. the uh, I bought the uh, the Criterion release of uh, the Signifying Works of uh, Marlon Riggs, uh, which is a seven film uh, box set that uh, it oh. chron- it chronicles. Uh, I think I think it's the entire career of uh, Marlon Riggs, who was a who was a. Uh, a gay director hmm. during the uh, AIDS epidemic, um, who made some of the most huh. influential LGBT films ever. Which I was very surprised that this box set has as many films as it does, because it was twenty five dollars, which is very huh. cheap. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. So I was hmm. I was totally cool. I was like I saw it and I was like, well, how much is this really? And so I looked. I'm like, okay. I was like, I can get behind spending money on that today. Um. Yeah, I probably mm. that's probably my last purchase before uh, Citizen Kane. That's probably the only one I'll yeah. get. Um, but yeah. Let's see. The privilege of living in a country that has Barnes and Nobles. <laughs> I thought I actually did think about how <laughs> I did think about how we were going to talk yeah. about that. I'm like. Ah. I feel yeah. bad. I feel bad whenever I say like, "Oh, I went to Barnes and Noble today." <laughs> I mean, 
you know, at the end of the day, like I'm fine. Well, of course, I'm I'm kidding uh, too, but like, it yeah, is, it yeah, is yeah. pretty fun. But I I was actually curious. I looked up like where is the closest Barnes and Noble, and it's in I'm pretty sure it's in Maine, uh, Maine? which I mean is like, yeah, in the in the state of Maine. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and it's <laughs> yeah, which and you know it's pretty like it's pretty close to, to Montreal and I think it's a two hour drive which is like maybe one day <laughs> maybe maybe one day you say I, that, I will like you saying it's tempting well I mean if it wasn't for the fact that uh, Canadians can't go to, to the US and uh, also the fact that I don't have a driver's license that too um Wait, that too. Did you say that uh, Canadians can't go to the U.S.? Uh, no, but Americans can come to Canada, which I what? think is fucking stupid. Why can't you? Yeah. Come, why can't you come to the U.S.? I don't know, but like, there's. Uh, I don't know if you know about uh, the Scribble Showdown, which is a show. Yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Which uh, is a show that Aaron Hansen from Game Grumps is a part of, as well as other uh, YouTube animators. And one of them is, uh, Domix who, uh, is, who lives in, I think he lives in Toronto and, um, the, they're making new shows like the first shows that they have after COVID. And for the shows in America, he was replaced with a YouTuber named Amirichu simply because he can't go to the U S because I don't know. It's so dumb. Cause I don't know. In my head makes, do they give a reason? I don't know. I didn't really. I, I'll be honest. I didn't really uh, look much into this because I don't really care. But um, it, it well, feels it's, like it's the stupid, opposite would make more that, sense. It's stupid that I that I can come to Canada, but you can't come here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I'm looking up. <laughs> okay, this is a yeah. side thing. I'm looking up why can't. Uh, sure. Why can't. Uh, oh, I accidentally typed in comedians instead of Canadians. <laughs> Uh, oh, all right. <laughs> because I looked up, I looked up why what I thought I looked up was why can't comed- uh, Canadians? And the first thing that came up are why can comedians be so irritating? And I thought it said why can't why can Canadians <laughs> be so irritating? <laughs> okay, I mean, fixing that you know, typo. for some people, I can get it. Canadians come to America. I'm curious, legitimately. Um, oh, is it like a COVID thing? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just an in general thing. Okay. I was about no, to say, what? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. It's 100% a COVID thing. Okay, well, that makes a little more <laughs> sense now. It's still stupid that, like, I can I can do it, but you can't. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's still stupid, but, like, it's not that stupid. <laughs> I was about to say, that'd be pretty funny, yeah. but also awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah that no there would be like outrage like the, the, you, you would have if it was that case you, you would have heard about it oh I'm sure I would have that's why I was so surprised yeah. I was like what yeah <laughs> yeah just uh <laughs> just a few maybe uh, just a few months maybe and uh we'll be able to go to the U.S. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's not like I had that planned or anything. Oh yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
But I think I think that's all I had to talk about for today. Um, do you want to get into? Same. Do you want to get into talking? Or do you want to get into choosing next week's movie? Sure. So, I'm thinking. Uh, I'm not gonna. I don't know if I want to do the randomizer this week. Uh, so I think I'm just gonna choose. Sure. All right. Um. I think I've been wanting to rewatch it for a little bit just to kind of solidify my feeling, solidify my feelings on it. I think next week mm-hmm. we should watch Bo Burnham's Inside. Hell yeah! All right, you know what? <laughs> I've been thinking the same thing. I've really been wanting to rewatch it, but I I've been thinking like, no, nah, I should probably probably rewatch it just for the for the podcast if we do do an episode of that. Yeah. So uh, hell yeah! Yeah, man. So next week, Bo Burnham's Inside. Yeah. Which is, you know, not technically a movie, but whatever. No, you know what? You know what? At this point, I want to count it as a movie. I want to, too. I, I like it. I like yeah. it enough to the point where I think I'm like, you know what? Whatever. Yeah. It's a movie. It's much more a movie than it is a comedy special. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. I mean, it's more... Uh, it's more a movie than any of the like stand up specials from uh, from Netflix. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Next week, Bo Burnham's Inside. Yeah, because I actually have a lot of a lot of stuff to say about it. Uh, I me, think. Me too. But, yeah. I definitely have a lot because I uh-huh. think it's I think it's definitely the most impactful piece of media that I've seen in the last year or so. It's. Yeah. So. It's something, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it certainly is something. So, um, I guess that's it. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't, I don't have anything else to say. Neither do I. Uh, well, uh, well, yeah. Thank you very much for watching this uh, this episode of Movie Dudes. Uh, if you liked it, you can like, comment, subscribe, or and everything else. You can uh, also watch our YouTube channels. Uh, the links are going to be in the, in the description. And also, let's not forget, we're also on Spotify. I think uh, there's a few episodes that haven't been uploaded yet, um, if I recall. Mostly we're up to date, actually. Would that make sense? Uh, mostly we're up to date. Because I, like, uh, I feel like recently I looked it up and it, maybe you changed that and I didn't see it. Oh, no, yeah, you did. I just didn't see it. Yeah, I, I a couple of them... Uh, we're getting weird on like mp3 exports but i got it up so uh all right yeah all right uh so yeah uh we're on uh spotify and uh uh did i mention also we you you can yeah no i mentioned that never mind uh and you can <laughs> i'm tired dude and uh <laughs> I get it. it's all you, right. can, you, you, you can also follow us on twitter and i'm also on twitch and that's uh, also we're on letterboxd and uh, so yeah, yeah, that's kind of it. So thanks, thanks again for watching this episode, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye bye.